This is Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to The Bike Show. My name's Jack Thurston. And joining me in the studio today is Tom Kevill-Davis, a.k.a. The Hungry Cyclist. Welcome to Resonance, Tom. Hi there. Tom is going to be setting off on an amazing bike ride, um, a kind of gastronomical endurance tour of the whole of the Americas, really. Uh, what's, yeah. Tell me a bit, bit more about the project. It's, um, God, it's really a, a gastronomic endurance tour. It's uh, very glamorous, but it's um, yeah, really cycling the Americas in search of the perfect meal. Um, kind of love of food and cycling have kind of come to a head and find myself two weeks away from starting in New York and um, it's all yeah yeah it's really uh, yeah starting in New York cycling around um, but through the website I've put together the public kind of have the power to suggest where they think I should eat Um, because the basic idea of being the hungry cyclist is that you're saying that you're going to get so hungry on this trip around the whole of North and South America that you'll eat pretty much anything yeah I mean cycling if anyone who's done it it develops an aggressive hunger you kind of burn thousands of calories a day and uh, yeah, it means that you, you want to eat four times a day and as much as you can and so that you know, food and cycling I think go perfectly together. Um, and why did you choose to go around America? I mean there's lots of other you know, continents, there, what was it yeah, about America that drew you particularly? I think that firstly the comfort of North America is that there's, there's no language barrier so for a first hungry cyclist adventure it seemed, seemed like the kind of natural option um, and I've always wanted to travel in Central and South America um, so instead of just doing Central or South America, I thought I might as well do the whole lot while I was there. And so t- talk me through your route in, in, in outline. You arrive in New York is yeah, it, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, arriving in New York on the, the 14th, and I'm off to spending a week there. I'll um, head north up the East Coast, kind of Maine, um, Cape Cod, and then I'll head west to Toronto. And then it's so up into Canada? Up into Canada briefly, and then dropping down this Lake Michigan into Chicago, which um, is a bit of a kind of gastronomic mecca. Uh, and then it's a kind of long journey west uh, and then it's a, across through kind of Montana and then up to Calgary across the Rockies which will be interesting but down the other side with a view of the Pacific into Vancouver and then um, down all the way down the west coast down the west coast Me- Mexico Mex- Mexico through Central America Central America Belize Costa Rica and then kind of a big loop around Latin and then, America yeah a big loop kind of with the, starting off on the Pacific side alright well, we're going to try and take a little bit of a musical gastro tour in the next half hour and uh, this is the first record Ice cream, Matt, 
Well, that's Ice Cream Man by Leslie Uggams. Tom, we had a quick look at your bike um, yeah. earlier before the show, and I don't remember seeing whether there was a bell on it. Have you got a bell on it? I have got a bell, yeah. It's neatly hidden within the compass. What, so what kind of a bell is it? What sort of sound does it make? Just a kind of ding. A kind of attracting attention <laughs> ding. It's not a kind of honker, no. Or ice creams are for sale here. No, sadly not, sadly not. But but you're, you're, so tell us a little bit about the bike. I mean, you're going to be th- how many miles? 8,000 miles or something Probably like that? Probably closer to 20. 20,000 20, 20, miles. Together, yeah, so. so you've got to choose a pretty sturdy bike. And comfortable as well hopefully but um, yeah it's kind of steel framed very heavy because um, I'm carrying all my all my gear well you're going to be camping along the way or exactly yes yeah. so it's a tent sleeping bag so about 35 kilos of you've stuff. got front and back panniers front and back panniers bar bag and a kind of nice stuff sack that sits on the back um, and, and yeah I think I'll probably be jettisoning a lot of stuff as I keep going around but at the moment it's all kind of laid out on my bedroom floor and Hopefully it will fit into the panniers. And what kind of uh, technical things on the bike? Because I saw that the gears were different from a normal touring bike gears. They're sort of like, you've got a hub gear. Yeah, you? I've opted for a roll-off speed hub, which is perhaps controversial in a lot of people's eyes, but it's um, it means all your gears are encased within a kind of steel hub at the back. So for terms of maintenance and, and, and kind of thing, wear and tear, hopefully it will last the whole way. It's German, so uh, it should be efficient. And you've got a Brooks, I mean the whole bike is British made, and British you've got made, a yeah. fantastic Brooks leather saddle. Yeah, lovely Brooks leather saddle. But those things take a bit of wearing in, don't they? They do, yeah. A few, um, I've been riding it for a few months, so it's getting a little bit softer, but uh, a light rubbing of um, saddle soap certainly helps. And just the miles, I think that's the and only the thing miles, to do, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just really? sitting on it for as long well, as Well, I don't know if this is what Woody Guthrie was um, singing about when he wrote... Uh, going down the road feeling bad, but um, I like to think of him as uh, going along, cycling around America on a Brooks leather saddle, feeling so. um, a little bit tough. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. This is The Bike Show. My name's Jack Thurston. Joining me in the studio is Tom Kevill Davis, who's about to set off on a tour around North and South America. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the Americas are the last, certainly North America is the land of the car. Yeah. I mean, how do you think you're going get, to get on on a bike? Yeah, I think, uh, hopefully pretty well, but, um, you know, I think it's a growing sport in America, I mean, thanks to Lance Armstrong and stuff like that. Cycling isn't a kind of foreign foreign sport anymore but you know I think in certain places it, it might be slightly and the road switch. network's a bit tricky isn't it because I mean these are big highways built for trucks and yeah, whatnot and whereas in Europe you've yeah. got lots of little old roads that um, 
you know people don't use in for cars anymore that you're good for cycling I think, I think certainly that you know that's the case and so you know I will have to find myself on these big roads but a lot of the time you opt for the, the smaller back roads and I think they do exist but they do exist they do but I just think Americans don't choose to take their gas guzzling uh, MPVs down them and you're also going to be raising money isn't that right you're yeah I'm raising uh, only to raise a hundred thousand pounds for Macmillan Cancer Relief um, which is a great charity and so, the, and so the idea is people go to your website and nominate you something grotesque to eat yeah or grotesque or it doesn't have to be grotesque it could be something good to eat something good to eat yeah, so I, mean, what, something? I, do, I want to find kind of the public to tell me the be- where the best food oh, in the best food is. so it's not yeah, just the weirdest the most, food no no it's just sadly that's what's been put in a lot of the papers that they get okay. sell them but. and so heading through north sort of across Canada and down through the the west. What do you what are you looking forward to food wise? Uh, I've got a few few suggestions. I've had, I've been invited to a, a barbecue competition in Oregon by a guy called Dwayne, which sounds pretty exciting. He's a captain of a competitive barbecue team, and he wants me to go out with his team and uh, yeah, take on some other barbecue teams. Well, so they they have a, they have a contest. Yeah, they have they have weekly contests, and you know you just have acres of barbecues, and they they make their kind. It's all to do with the smoking of the meat. So they it's all to actually do with the wood that's burnt as opposed to the meat. Um, and you know you, you treat your wood before you your barbecue and that then flavours your pork ribs and stuff and then heading down through northern California I mean that's the sort of gastronomic centre yeah. of the United States isn't and, it and the wine region as well I think you know the, the Napa Valley and things and around Santa Barbara the food's just meant to be exceptional but whether whether they take lycra clad sweaty Englishmen in these kind of four star restaurants I don't know but you know maybe. Well, I think as long as you're wearing a Lance Armstrong uh shirt you'll be all right and one of those yellow yeah yeah um, i've got a yellow bracelet but i don't know if um <laughs> well i don't know does that get you a table in the, in the i don't know the kitchen is the most famous in california uh-huh. but um or is it no the french laundry oh uh, the french it, laundry it's, yeah it's, it's pretty so whether i'm allowed in there with the lance armstrong place i don't know well they maybe could fix up a little uh a little table outside yeah maybe there's a bit the of chef. ventilation i'd rather get in the back with the chef and see how it all happens to be honest yeah, yeah. Be a bit more fun. and then heading down in towards southern california you're going to be hitting some pretty good food yeah well, i think the kind of mexican influence um comes in then and the, the kind of tacos especially around kind of santa fe and places like that uh, the fish tacos are going to be pretty pretty incredible around there um, and then it's on into Mexico and I think you know everything will, will change severely then but you know I'm very much looking forward to it Me han cantado. He caído. 
Well, that's the Texas Tornadoes with their version of Ring of Fire, Rueda del Fuego. Um, that song has a double meaning, I think, Ring of Fire. Yeah. And it reminds me of a chili eating contest that I heard about in um, the Central Valley of California. Right. So I don't know how you're going to have to watch out with those hot chilies yeah, in your, your brook saddle. I've got a pretty good, not too bad on the hot food, but uh, chili contest I might well, they, take they say, side seat. They say some of those chilies are so hot they burn you twice. Really? But anyway. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Okay, so things are going to get a bit more tricky, I think, cycling-wise, once you he- head into Latin, Latin America. Yeah, I think, you know, the... The, the road infrastructure in North America is, you know, it's, it's obviously western. It's going to be on lovely uh, it's tarmac, tarmac the whole all the way. way, and you know the old cycle lane. And I think um, as soon as I get to Central America, it, you know, it's, it's the infrastructure is, is isn't there. Um, and then there's the language barrier, there's the health and safety, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, it should be interesting. And so how are you going to get on with the Spanish? Do you speak um, Spanish? I don't know. I'm, I'm uh, taking some CDs with me. So my year in North America, I'll be learning. So uh, some kind of truckers see a guy cycling down the road, asking where the bathroom is, and uh, in Spanish, <laughs> it'll be me. It'll be you. Yeah. But so that, you, you'll have had a year kind of um, under your belt by the time you, you you head into Central America. Yeah. I mean, that's really one of the reasons I kind of picked that route is that I could use North America as a kind of soft landing and you know, just really get myself so, accustomed to long touring and yeah, camping. Yeah. And, and so how many, how many miles a day do you think you're going to be having to be doing? Kind of anywhere between 50 and 100. Uh-huh. Depending between, on the yeah, conditions terrain, and the hills and the weather and, and like how that. I'm feeling. And yeah, if, you know, if I find something good to eat, I'll, I'll be stopping. So. And have you spoken to anybody else who's been on a sort of epic journey like this with any advice about... Yeah, a few. Um, I've got a mate of mine, Hallam, and he, uh, he's actually cycled all over um, South America. And uh, yeah, he's got some pretty good advice, but really it's just it's to be as flexible as you possibly can, which I think is the beauty of cycle touring, is that you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be at a certain place. You can just go at, at your speed, and uh, his, his main advice is just be as flexible as possible. Yeah, and so what's you, you, you have to take a pretty... Direct route. I mean, are there many options getting through the, the skinny bit in Central America? Because um, <laughs> there's like, probably can, a road on either side. Yeah, of the, right. I think you follow the coast, and you know, again, I think coasts produce great food. But then you've got a few of the rainforests in the middle, especially in kind of Costa Rica, which I'll be going into. But I think ultimately you, you follow the coastline. That's where you know most of the habitation is, and a lot of great um, seafood, especially in you know, Costa Rica, the marlin and stuff like that, and uh, is meant to be fantastic. That's, that's another recommendation you've had for Marlin. Yeah, I've had Marlin. Apparently, you go out and catch it, and um, you go in a little boat and catch a great big Marlin. I've never seen one before, and then uh, bring it back and eat it. And anything um, kind of on the jungly side been recommended not to yet, you? Not yet, not yet. I guess maybe the web connections in the jungle aren't great, but I'm hoping if anyone has been there and has any recommendations of you know, kind of indigenous tribes I should get out and see and, and things like that, you know, please, please let me know. It'd be great. How, so how can people get in touch with you on the website? Um, really on the, yeah, thehungrycyclist.com. You can uh, kind of click on the map where you think you should recommend I should eat um, and zoom into an area and then enter your suggestion. Um, and I can have access to that the whole way around whenever I can find a phone line and an internet connection. And how many um, how many recommendations and, and contacts have you had so far? How about... Uh, Close to 800 so far, so I've got pretty Fantastic. good. Yeah, I've got a pretty good network. Some better than others, um, but there'll be a vetting process, which I guess I'll learn as I go around. Well, you're not going to go to Cuba, are you? I might do. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. I might be popping into Cuba. So it's on. It's on the route. Um, there's a lot of cycling goes on in Cuba. I think a lot of people there do is, sponsored cycle rides and things. They do. Like that. Yeah. There's a, and a lot of the charities like Macmillan actually do a, yeah. um, a charity ride. But apparently, it's beautiful. Beautiful cycling. Well, this well. track, I think, by Celia Cruz is. Um, Irresistible.
UTV. Otra No Manteca by Celia Cruz and it's a song I'm reliably informed about not having any fat to fry with and trying to make a feast out of nothing yeah <laughs> I've been in that situation on a number of occasions I'm sure but. and so as you head through Central America you're going to be going then you come down into into um, the yeah. continent of South America yeah yeah I leave Panama um, and then it's kind of Colombia Ecuador um, Peru Bolivia Chile um, and and then I'll be crossing Chile into into Argentina, and then up up the uh, the Atlantic side of Argentina and into Brazil. So be going all the way down the west, the Pacific side. The and Pacific then, side of Chile, yeah. And um, through through Peru. Through 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 Peru into on into Chile. Oh, uh, they eat guinea pigs in they Peru. They do, yeah, yeah. I think they, they eat seventy million guinea pigs a year in in Peru. Someone told me, which is a lot of guinea pigs. Well, the five octave queen of. Um, Peruvian music is uh, Ima Sumac and here is a pretty famous mambo. It's not about guinea pigs but it's about gophers which oh, I think are pretty I close enough. <laughs> Sounds good. I don't know if it's about eating them or uh, something else. <laughs> Jump, 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 jump,
Sumac with Gopher Mambo and we've concluded that because there are no actual words in that uh, track it could be about anything so I don't know it sounds a bit like it might be eating a gopher yeah you kind of dance it before you eat it maybe <laughs> tenderise it somehow <laughs> and so you're going to be going through Argentina and that's supposedly a great place for cycling from what I've heard um, yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a book from a few years ago called Fat Man on a Bicycle. Tom Vernon, yeah, he's uh, a bit of a, an idol in the cycling eating world. He, he went down France. I was actually reading his book that kind of half inspired me to do this trip and um, yeah, Fat Man in Argentina is, is his kind of second book after that and he cycles around eating a lot of beef mainly um, I and mean, that's obviously what Argentina is fam- famous for um, and yeah, no, he's, he's, he's a great writer so I hope if I can, uh, you know Following his footsteps. So yeah, so, I mean, you, this is you got inspired by reading things by other people about big Start, journeys. Yeah. Have you done much cycling yourself? I've done done quite a lot. Yeah, um, the whole idea came cycling. I went touring around France last summer with a mate, but he um, he gave up on the second day, which was uh, oh, <laughs> his legs hurt or something. His legs hurt after one day. Yeah, a day and a half. I'll give him that. I don't but, think that was uh, a well chosen uh, cycling. No, companion. no, he's no, he's he's quite kind of tall and, uh, and gangly. I'm not you know saying tall and gangly people can't cycle, but he he just didn't enjoy it at all. And um, anyway, so I was by myself then, and it was it was the last night of that tour. I was in a in a jeep, uh, and I was reading the French Guinness Book of Records and trying to translate that. And it it all just I was reading the cycling how people had cycled around the world, and it all just kind of came to me there. And uh, yeah, here I am now. So. And so that's about a year a year's preparation or less than yeah, actually. about nine months of preparation of. And you've chucked in your job. Chucked in my job. Yeah, the flats. You know, no longer living there, selling the car, and uh, yeah, away I go. And be gone for two uh, years, yeah, so. up to two years, yeah, eighteen months to two years, but as long as it takes, really. And um, are you gonna miss England? Yeah, very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss my mum's cooking, but uh, yeah, no, no, I think there are certain things you miss. I've never really travelled um, for a long time before, so I'm sure there'll be things I'll miss: friends, family. Um, but people might come out and visit you. Hopefully, hopefully. And yeah. what, so, what would you feel? People are coming to come out and visit you and ride alongside you for a couple of weeks. Yeah. What do you think would be the the spots for them to aim for. Clearly they don't want to come and join you as you're crossing the Nevada desert. No, or, or the like Andes that. or something, yeah, well, they're kind of friends of that night so much. But, yeah, I think like the Yucatan of, of Mexico, I've got a couple of friends who are interested in coming there. Um, it's just a beautiful spot and you know, nice beaches and things, so I think it's as much as a holiday for them and maybe I can have a couple of weeks of rest. What, are they, what, are you, you're not gonna, they're not cycling friends of yours? Yeah, well, no, they're, they're cycling friends, you know, they'll come out, hire a bike, and, uh, you know, we'll just do some light, some light touring, and then, uh, you know, I can just take it easy for a few days, and then maybe move on. Well, Tom, thanks very much for coming into the uh, show. It's been a pleasure. And I wish you the absolute best of luck, and we'll, you'll be keeping some kind of a weblog, really, yeah, on, you on can, the internet. Yeah, you can, I'll be updating the website. And you're, you're leaving in two weeks? Two weeks, 14th okay, of May. so we'll, we'll yeah. keep... Um, the listeners of Resonance posted please do yeah. on, on how you're doing and, and more importantly what you're eating yeah if anyone's got any culinary suggestions as well do please um, yeah, drop me an email well the, the bike show has got its um, own website now you can uh, listen to archives of the show on www.unstablesound.net slash bike.html 
the details of that are on the Resonance um, FM website, which is www.resonancefm.com. That's www.resonancefm.com. You can send us emails at the bike show. What's bike show at gmail.com. And all the all the bike shows are there to be listened to in um, real audio format. Um, listen to, to whenever you like, wherever you are around the world. We've had about 3,000 hits in the three weeks that the website's been up um, from the UK, from the US, from France, and from as far afield as Lithuania and the Seychelles. So um, the famous cycling fraternity of the Seychelles is tuning in. And um, next week, we're going to be looking into the science of cycling and... Uh, some interesting things to do with science and culture and art and the bicycle. And uh, this is a tango to take us out for the last minute or so. Huevo al Sur by Gotan Project. Vuelvo al sur Como se vuelve siempre al amor Vuelvo a vos Deseo con mi temor Llevo el sur Como un destino del corazón Soy del sur Como los aires 